What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Straight Feedback Podcast. This is your boy, Jose, and I'm back. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Um, as always, thank you for listening. I appreciate it for those uh, followers, for those listeners. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for tuning in, showing support. Um, last week, I wasn't able to drop an episode. I was just busy. I had an event that uh, that I was part of, that I put together. And, uh, you know, we pulled the trigger, you know. Uh, some of you guys know I'm in the financial services. Financial services. Um, I offer uh, life insurance policies. I offer final expense policies. And I also work with retirement. And I work with teachers' retirement as well. And I was thinking to myself, I had a vision, and that vision was to reach out to the community and let them know about the importance of having life insurance. And for those that don't know, you know, I'm a cancer survivor. And real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on on the story, uh, how that affected me, right, and why I'm doing what I do. And see, in 2017, I was diagnosed with cancer. 2018 I started my treatment and it's been a roller coaster ever since you know it was something that it was unexpected nobody 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 um you know prepares for something like that you know nobody nobody is aware that things like that are gonna happen you know nobody can't prepare you tell you hey, Jose a certain age you're gonna have this you know nobody has a crystal ball in their hands you know and, and it's algo it, it's something really really hard it's algo que me impactó mucho a mi a mi familia a mi esposa you know um financialmente you know este fue algo que nos impactó mucho financially it impacted us really really bad because you know you're living the life everything's going great you just got married everything's going dandy you got a you you got a bomb ass job you're making money and and all of a sudden, everything just, boom, disappear. You know, it's, everything disappears, and and it's kind of like 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 a gut gut punch. That's how it felt. You know, and and it was hard. You know, it was a gut punch. Uh, that it was hard, you know, it was a slap in the face, you know, life hit me and hit, not just hit me, but it hit my family. You know, when I say family, let me let me clarify to you guys. When I mean family, I mean my wife, I mean my mom, my dad, my little brothers and close friends. You see, I know a lot of people and I, you know, and I'm blessed and I thank the Lord that I'm able to know so many people here in Salinas, you know, and and the fact that I do, you know, I'm blessed to know that who turn out to be the real ones. You know, in a situation like that, you find out who the real ones are, who the ones are going to reach out in your darkest moment, who who's the one is going to, you know, extend their, their hands. And you know what I mean? And to be honest with you, it impacted all of us. You know, I was good friends to people. People uh, appreciated me. And, and I realized that, hey, I mean a lot to this individual, to this person. You know, they're, they're caring so much about me, you know, and they're willing to help. And what I mean by that is like, look, guys. You know, nobody prepares you for the worst. And honestly, you know, when I say it was difficult, it was difficult financially. Not only what I did, not only what I was, not only was I dealing with, am I going to beat this? You know, am I, I going to beat this battle? Am I going to win this battle? You know, um, I was also dealing like, shit, I'm going to be off of work. 
you know, reality checks. You know, you're gonna be off of work. You're like, how much money do I have in my four hundred one k? How much money do I have saved? And you realize it's not gonna be enough. And the reason why I say this, guys, it's because when you go to the doctor and you get in a situation like that, you have to come out with your deductible out of pocket, or else you're not gonna move forward with your treatment. Plain and simple, guys, and it sucks. And it sucks, but you know what? I was blessed. I had angels on my side, and I was able to move forward before even me paying my deductible. But some people, that might be as easy as it was for me. So it impacted me financially really, really bad for me and my wife. All of a sudden, my wife went from, I went from making being the main breadwinner to not being the, the main guy no more. My wife took that role. She was working. On top of that, she had to come home and take care of me. You know, my mom was there, too, to help out. But look, guys, what I'm trying to say is that no one prepares for you for the uncertain. And this is the reason why I do what I do. And this is the reason why we did that event. And it's not the begin. It's not going to be the first event. It's going to be it's the first of many. Let me say that better. The first of many. And and I'm excited because I want to educate you and the and the community about the importance of having a life insurance policy because a lot of people think that when you pass away you know your beneficiary is going to get the death benefit but in reality that's not the it, that's not the point that, i mean not the point but that's not that's not the case there's life insurance policies out there that you could have access to the living benefit and, and you don't have you don't have to die so for example if i were to have a policy of a hundred thousand dollars guys and me knowing that I was going to go through the battle of my life, right? I could easily, easily access 80% of those $100,000 to help me and my wife get through, right? Those are called living benefits, and a lot of people are not aware of those. And that's the reason why I do what I do. I held this event with my colleagues. I had two guest speakers. I had my mentor, and I had an individual of mine, a good friend of mine in the business. And you know what? It was great. You know, it was great. It was not a full pack house like I wanted to, but you know what? You start somewhere. And that's how it is. You start somewhere and you work on it and little by little, word to mouth, and people are going to be, people are going to start filling that room. That's my goal to fill the freaking room. Right, guys? So I did that event. I was busy. Um, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't, I couldn't record. Um, but it is what it is. I'm back. I'm back, guys. I am back. And, and again, if you don't have a life insurance policy, you don't know how it works or you want to know more about it. If you're a single mom, single dad, or you're a family and you guys don't know what's up, hey, let me know. Let me know. I'm here for you guys. Uh, with that being said, moving forward, guys, how about though that Nate fight versus uh, Jake Paul? That fight was whack, man. That fight was whack. I honestly, when I found out that those two guys were fighting, I knew Jake was going to win the fight. Why did I knew Jake was going to win the fight? <sighs> I mean, I've seen Nate fight before, and honestly, I really didn't. You know, I've never pictured Nate as a boxer. You know, he is good in the ground. Um, you know, I've seen him fight in the stand-up. You know, he's, he's I mean, compared to a boxer, he doesn't have the stance. He doesn't throw the punches as a boxer. It's a big, big game difference you know a lot of people say well boxing is better than mma MMA, or mma is better than boxing you know at the end of the day i think both sports are freaking great it's just that a lot of people focus on one thing or the other for example nate overall great martial artist overall great grappler overall everything 
Jake, on the other hand, he's a boxer. That's all he does. Just box, box, box. So obviously he's boxing. His stand is going to be way better than an MMA fighter. But if it was a street fight, obviously all day, Nate, all day, all day, every day, Nate Diaz will win that fight. Because he's an overall elite fighter. And what I mean by that is because he could take it to the ground. He's going to recognize Jake is a great stand-up fighter. So what he's going to do is he's going to take him to the ground and submit him. That's what he's going to do. But in this case, in the ring, Jake was a better man. He came forward. I feel that... I feel after the fight of Tyson, he learned a lot. You know, sometimes as a fighter... As an individual, you learn a lot from your losses, right? And I think that's, I don't think that's what happened to Jake. Jake learned from that fight. He went in there cocky. He went in, he went in there uh, knowing that he was fighting a real fighter. He went in there knowing that he was going to test himself against an elite fighter. And he did. He did. He didn't get knocked out against Tyson. He did the best, he's, the best he could. He, uh, um, he went in there and 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 defended himself, right? Against an elite boxer. And he lost by decision. But you know what? That's okay. He took that loss like a champ. He went back to the drawing board, changed his fighting camp, reassessed his weaknesses, readdressed what he needed to be readdressed, and got better. I saw him. I saw him this fight against Nate. I saw him as a better boxer, a better individual. You know, I'm not saying he's elite boxer. He's not. But you know what? He's going to get there eventually. He's working hard and he's taking this shit seriously. So hats off to Nate. I mean, not to Jake. Excuse me. Hats off to Jake. He took the fight to Nate. Nate, on the other hand, he I mean, he kept pressuring. He kept pressuring the first few rounds. He lost them. But at the end of the day, Nate just started pressuring, pressuring the fight, putting Jake in a tough situation where Jake, at the end, he just started using the jab. But even using the jab, Nate just kept pressing and pressing and landed a cool, cool shots. But, I mean, come on, you got to have a game plan, man. And I don't know what his game plan was, but unfortunately, I, I, didn't, I didn't like that fight. I didn't like Nate, how he fought that fight. But you know what? If this fight, if the next fight goes on to MMA, I mean, my money's on Nate. I know he's going to take him down, bring him down, and go from there. Because, honestly, Jake Paul, he might try wrestling. He might, well, he might train wrestling. He might train jiu-jitsu. But it's not going to be as elite as Nate's, you know. So we're going to see that. We're going to see Nate taking Jake Paul down. We're going to see him full mount, either submit him or slap him around, and then submit him. You're going to see that, without a doubt. Jake won the boxing. Nate's going to win the MMA. That's how I see it, guys. It was a boring fight. You know, boring because we were all rooting for Nate. We all wanted Nate to win. And obviously, he didn't win. You know, and boring because we thought that Nate was going to bring the A game. And I, I, this is my opinion, guys. Agree or disagree. I feel like he didn't bring his A game. He did it. He didn't. A lot of people, ah, well, he just did it for the money. Who gives a shit? I don't care what if whatever the reason was. He didn't perform how I wanted him to perform. Um, maybe he did on his own eyes. Who knows? But at the end of the day, it was a great fight for Jake. I saw Jake's growth as a boxer. I saw Jake handle the post-conference too as well, like a man. You know, usually he goes on a rant. 
it is what it is. You know, even in even in the pre-fight, you know, even before they got in a fight, Jake got I feel Jake got into Nate's skin. He talked a lot of shit to him, you know, because usually Nate's the one pushing the the pace. Nate's the one talking shit. But here's the thing, Nate doesn't really talk shit. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll tell you to fuck off, right? But at the end of the day, Jake did a good did a good stuff. You know, my my respects to Jake, Jake Paul, and um, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you guys, here's the thing. Going back to what I said, Jake learned from his previous fight, from the Fury fight. He learned, right? He went and reassessed situation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it from there that specific subject, that specific point, because I want you to learn something from this, you know. I don't want you to learn or pay attention about what happened in the fight, but what I want you to pay attention to following is this. Key words that are going to be coming out of my mouth next is this. Sometimes in life, you got to lose. You got to take the loss, right? And when I say you got to take the loss, it's not that you got to lose purposely. No. Sometimes in life... You got to take a loss, even though you don't want to, and it's there, and, and, and it just hits you, and it slaps you in the face. You got to take it, because a lot of things can happen during that, that situation. And there's a lot of scenarios that you got to take the loss. You know? For me, I took a loss. I took a loss because my body went through some grueling physical pain. I lost that battle with pain. I lost mentally. I lost physically. I lost spiritually. But through that loss, I learned a lot about myself. And I'm still in. Whether at work, you didn't get the promotion, you lost. But hey, what is it that you're going to do to get the next promotion. Maybe that promotion that you wanted wasn't meant for you. But what are you going to do to get the next promotion that comes up? Right? Man, I don't, I'm not good financially. I, I'm financially, I'm not stable. I'm struggling. I'm leaving paycheck to paycheck. You're losing. What are you going to do to get out of that losing circle? What are you going to do to snap out of that losing streak? What is it you're going to do? Well, I got to get another job. Well, get another job. Do you have to? Yes, I have to. Well, get it. Well, I just got to manage my money better. Can you do it by yourself? No, I can't. Well, get somebody to help you out. Learn from those losses. Go back to the drawing board and learn from those losses and figure out what is it that you did wrong. You see, earlier I saw a post uh, on, on TikTok about uh, The Office, and and, the, and it was a lot of clips, short clips of, uh, you know, Steve Carell, and it says January, and then February, March, April. You know what? That guy, whoever did that clip, felt like was just thinking about me. Because the beginning of the year for me was really, really rough. Really, really rough. But you know what? I'm still fighting. I'm still going to the drawing board of trying to figure out what the F I did wrong. What is it that I need to improve myself? And so far what I'm doing, my health. I'm improving my health physically, emotionally, spiritually. 
that's what I'm doing. I'm devoting myself to God. I'm praying. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm going back to the drawing board and trying to figure these things out. A lot of people think, well, it's too late for me, man. I'm already 40 years old. I'm already 50. I'm 45, 35. It's too late for me to go back to the drawing board. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because if you stay in that losing mentality, obviously, it's always going to be too late. But it's never too late, guys. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your losses and become a better person. Well, I'm too busy to learn from my losses. I'm too busy. I got to take care of the kids. I got to do this. I got to go to the store. I got to pick up the kids up from practice, from school. Da, 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 da. I understand that. We all live, you know what? We live in the busy world that we forget about what's more important in our lives. And that's us. If you're a mom and dad, I'm sorry. I know that your kids are everything and they're number one in your life. But at the end of the day, you're the one that it's more important because if you're not a hundred percent, how are you going to be able to be a hundred percent for another individual? Plain and simple. How are you going to be that person? You just got to stay strong. So just like Nate, he realized he, he didn't perform correctly. He realized he left a lot in the ring. He still had a lot to offer. He went to the drawing board, got a new team, got a new freaking team. If you need to get a new team, meaning you need to surround yourself with new friends, go out there and get new friends. Don't be afraid. Your true friend is gonna be the is gonna be the one like, hey, hey, perrito, what's wrong with you, man? You're out of it today. Ah, oh, dude, I'm going through this. Hey, don't worry, bro. Whatever it is that you're going through, you're just gonna get better. I know I'm just saying that, but guess what, bro? I got your back. I say I got your back, perrito. Don't trip. And the fact that that person tells you that. It makes a big difference because you you don't feel alone no more. You don't feel vulnerable. You do have people that believe in you and they will tell you. So change your team. If that's what you need to do, change your team. I've changed my team. It hurt me. It bothers me. But you know what? It has bettered me a lot. It has made me a better man. I'm a better person. I stopped drinking like I used to. My alcohol consumption went from 100 to a zero. I'll drink a beer now or two, and that's it. I hang out with people that believe in me. I hang out with people that see my vision. They see my vision. I hang out with my team is based on, on my needs. My team is based on my support that I need because they believe in me. Sometimes you got to outgrow your friendships. You got to outgrow that team. Well, I've known this peop- this individual for so many years, bro. Okay, let me ask you this. Why is this person still talking to you like this? Why is this person hypothetically, hypocritically talking to you in this way? He's not your friend. He wants you to fail. Even though he's your friend smiling and shaking your hand in the back of his head, you're not his friend. He wants you to fail. And I've seen this, guys. I've seen it until this day. I have friends. They have friends. that They laugh in their face. And yet my friends will see it. But they will soon. So change your team, guys. If you're in that boat, change your team. Change your team. Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna feel different. You're gonna become a better person for your wife. You're gonna become a better person for your husband. You're gonna become a better daughter, son, father, mother, anything. 
I guarantee you, change your team. Go back to the drawing board. Figure figure things out. Figure out what is it that I failed on. What is it that caused this loss in my playbook, right? That I ran the wrong play. Oh, this is the reason why I ran the wrong play. Well, shit, let me go back to the playbook. Let me fix this play, right? And guess what? It's going to take you one, two, or three more times to figure out that playbook, to figure out that one play, to finally get to score at the end. Finally, on the fourth quarter, you score. Change your team, guys. I highly recommend it. Change your team, and you're going to learn a lot from yourself, and then you're going to overcome a lot. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm recording from my home today, and my wife has these plants in the kitchen, and there's a lot of freaking flies or fruit flies or... Oh, what the fuck I'm sorry guys I'm sorry I'm sorry for my language I killed one of those Anyways Change your team Go back to the drawing board Be a better individual Be a better asset for yourself Because if you're not a 100 You're not going to be 100 for everybody You know what I mean You got to be 100 with yourself Because the day you're The moment you're 100 with yourself Everything's going to be straight firme. Straight firme. You know what I mean? But you got to believe in yourself. Trials are going to come. It's not going to be easy. You're going to be tested. But now you have the winner mentality. Now. Excuse me. You have a winning team around you. <coughs> Excuse me. So when you face those obstacles, it's going to be easy. It's not even going to face you. Plain and simple, guys. Go back to the drawing board, change your team, and be a better individual. Boom. Boom. That's right. Boom. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. I think that's it for today. Um, stay tuned. I'm trying to get some hosts, some uh, some guests to come in. But, I mean, everybody's busy, man. But uh, I'll do my best to, to get some guests. And um, I'll keep you guys updated in the meantime. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank my two sponsors of the podcast, my very first sponsor is Juan Avila Photography. Juan is an amazing individual, man. He's awesome. The headshots that he does are so incredible. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid to invest in your business. You know? Don't be afraid. He does an amazing job. I guarantee you it's going to be worth it. And, and, and I'm willing to put my podcast and my name on the line. It is worth it. You know, if you're a real estate agent and you're killing it, go ahead and spend some money on those headshots. I guarantee you're going to like the way you look. Your business card is going to look amazing. Your profile picture on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn uh, Twitter, Tinder, Match.com. OnlyFans is going to look amazing. 
Juan Avila is your guy. JuanAvilaPhotography.com. Check out his prices. Yes, his prices. Look at his prices, guys. If you go, wow, that's too expensive. I'll just go with some other dude that, that is going to have a curtain on his kitchen. <laughs> a curtain. And he has a regular camera, bro. And you just stand behind a curtain. It takes a picture of you. Come on. Or you'd rather go to an elite studio. Elite. Where he has different types of backgrounds. Where he has seven to $10,000 lights. Seven to $8,000 cameras taking your beautiful headshot. Of course you want to go with Juan. Highly recommend, guys. Highly recommend. Let them let him know that Straight Feedback Podcast sent you. And I'm not going to say he's going to hook you up, but I will say this. He'll charge you less. How less? I don't know. But he'll charge you less. My next sponsor is Luis. LC1 Productions. Guys, this guy... So amazing on videotaping. Him and uh, Juan Avila work together. Juan Avila is a headshot guy and Luis is a video guy, the videographer. He does amazing commercials. He's really, really involved with the community. He he does a lot of amazing commercial videos, man. High quality. He has a $10,000 drone out there flying, dude, recording you. He, Man, I've met, I've seen some realtors that, actually invested on their, on their commercials. And let me say, they're one of the best commercials out there, man. Quality speaks for itself. Luis is your guy for your business commercials. Luis is your guy if you have a project in mind. It doesn't have to be a commercial. It could be a project. It could be a project as far as, you know what? I wanted to let people know my, my fitness journey. He could be that guy. That it can make a bomb a badass video for your commercial your fitness journey or whatever you want to do luis luis is your guy also he does reels now instagram reels man let me say he did one for me for my business holy i got like five six no i got like six thousand downloads right away still going up top quality reels it's worth every penny. Investing your in your business, guys, is like investing in yourself, and you're going to see the benefits of it. Don't be scared. Let Luis know that Jose with Straight Freedom Podcast sent you sent sent you to them. <laughs> uh, with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this podcast was short. Thank you for tuning in for the previous episodes. And with that being said, let's get this show close thank you guys for tuning in i'm out stay blessed remember god loves you and no matter what you're going through it's just temporary never lose never lose hope hope never lose hope never lose faith and always 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 stay blessed